Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Tuesday, December 28th. Stocks are extending their gain. So you have S&P futures up 14 points. That's 30 basis points. NASDAQ futures are outperforming again. They're up 88 points. That's about 55 basis points. And then you have the Dow futures up 104 points. That's about 30 basis points. So another day of gains as the kind of melt up move um, into the end of the year and very thin liquidity, very thin volumes. Uh, thin attendance, and then also minimal news continues, at least for one more day. Um, you're seeing gains in Asia as well. Overnight, most major markets finished higher. Um, and then Europe is up about 50 basis points overall. So, uh, you know, more of the same in terms of, um, again, this year and melt up continuing. You're not really seeing a lot of major headlines cross tape um, at this point in time of the year. And so you're allowing kind of bulls to keep control of the narrative. Um, on the COVID front, you know, again, there's this, there's the discrepancy between case figures, which are surging. Um, you know, you're probably going to get to a point in time in the U S where you could have half a million cases per day. The severity of illness is much less than prior variants. That's what bulls are really focusing on. Um, and for good reason, you know, I think that is, um, over the medium and long term, certainly a very encouraging development, especially when you couple that with the declines in case figures that you're seeing in, in South Africa, where this variant first emerged from. In the near term, though, you know, you are going to see a lot of economic dislocation. There will be um, an effect to growth in at least December, January, if not February and beyond, um, along with earnings. Now, again, the fact that it is um, occurring in a very brief period of time, I think most investors will look through it, but you are going to see a lot of headline noise. Um, you know, I think the real source of economic softness isn't necessarily coming from the mitigation steps, which remain relatively modest especially in the U.S. compared to the initial stages of the pandemic. But the worker shortage issue um, is certainly creating a lot of um, problems for certain parts of the economy, especially in travel leisure. Worker shortages were behind um, all of the airline flight cancellations that you saw over the weekend. Um, and you are seeing policymakers try to address it. So the CDC came out overnight and they are going to cut the quarantine period for asymptomatic infections from 10 days to five days. Um, and again, this is just aimed at um, helping to ease some of the worker shortage problems, which are creating um, a lot of the economic dislocations. So that's kind of the COVID narrative. Um, you know, nothing new on monetary policy, nothing really new on fiscal policy either. China, um, you know, continues to pursue a separate path for most of the rest of the world where everyone else is tightening policy. China is continuing to ease policy. You've seen a lot of pronouncements from various different agencies in China over the last several days committing to um, you know moving forward with an easing uh, an easing bias into 2022 you had the um, PBOC make the largest net liquidity injection into the Chinese economy over the last, uh, for about two months this morning um, a lot of that's just to kind of address year-end um, funding constraints, not necessarily a, a big policy step, but certainly China is moving down um, a separate path from the rest of the world as it pursues these easing measures. Um, you know, it didn't necessarily translate into big gains for mainland stocks or um, or the Hong Kong indices, but I do think that, um, you know, there are a lot of tailwinds for Chinese equities going forward, given the most recent period of underperformance. I wrote about that last week, and the, there's a link to it on the website. Um, so those are kind of the major themes and trends. You didn't really have a lot of economic data out overnight. You, um, you know, Japan did have very solid industrial production, otherwise though very quiet. The U.S. 
um, calendar for today remains very minimal. You saw a couple of uh, relatively modest economic numbers, but otherwise um, nothing today. And that will stay the case for the rest of the week. You only really have one possible macro event on the calendar um, where Biden you know, could make additional Fed staffing announcements, something the White House has suggested would occur by the end of the year. But the major Fed staffing announcements have already been um, already been made. Where you had a you know Powell staying as chairman and then Brainerd coming in as vice chair, um, and then you do have the China PMIs Friday morning. But otherwise, this week should be very slow. Um, you know, as we kind of enter into the final few sessions of 2021. So that is everything for today, Tuesday, December 28th. Thank you for listening.